Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to The Georgine Rice Show. Well, as many of you know, Baronelle Stutzman's legal trouble started when she declined to design floral arrangements that celebrated longtime customer Rob Ingersoll's same-sex wedding. Now, Baronelle uh, is the sole owner of Arlene's Flowers in Richland, Washington. She served and employed people who identify as LGBT for her entire career. But despite all of that, the American Civil Liberties Union and the Washington Attorney General, they claim that she's guilty of unlawful discrimination when she acted consistent with her faith and declined to use her creative skills to celebrate the same-sex ceremony of her longtime customer, Robert Ingersoll. Well, that one decision, a decision to peacefully live and work consistent with her faith, kicked off a legal battle that's been going on for nearly a decade. Well, it's been a long road for Baronelle, living under the threat of government punishment and receiving countless hate messages, even death threats. But her faith has remained intact. Well, here to join us to bring us up to date, the latest on this case is Kristen Wagoner. She is the ADF general counsel and Baronelle Stutzman, owner of Arlene's Flowers in Richland, Washington. Thank you both for joining us today with the latest. Welcome. Thank you. Well, this has been a very long and difficult road. And I even in saying that, I feel a bit foolish because those words don't really reflect what this last decade has been for you, Baronel, in facing off these government uh, forces uh, that are suggesting that you not, you must compromise your religious convictions in order uh, to have a livelihood in your uh, in your town. How has this decade been for you? Well, it's been quite an adventure, but, you know, I served Rob for almost 10 years and created many arrangements for him. But when he came in to ask me to do a same-sex wedding, that's just a line I could not cross. I I serve everyone who walks into my shop, mm-hmm. but I just participate in that one event. And, uh, you know, the ACLU, as, as you stated, has been pretty hateful and uh, has gone after me for everything we own. So they they just didn't uh, come after the uh, florist shop. They came after you personally as well. Yes, ma'am. They came after my retirement, my life savings, my home, everything corporately and personally. Now, some would suggest, why not just walk away? Um, There's a lot at stake here. And maybe, Kristen, you can put that into perspective because this fight doesn't just represent the challenge that Baronelle has faced, but other creative uh, artists face as well. You're right. Uh, There are a number of other victims that are being threatened and bullied into having to choose between their religious convictions and whether they're going to express messages that violate those convictions and their livelihoods and vocations. We are hopeful that this fight will continue with the Supreme Court granting our petition on a case called 303 Creative involving Lori Smith, a website designer, who is facing the same law that Jack Phillips was 
um, saying essentially that she can't have creative artistic expression and will be denied her First Amendment rights, uh, and that she must essentially forego her convictions and express messages that violate her core beliefs, just as the ACLU and Washington State have argued against Baranow. Now, you have asked the Supreme Court to consider taking up this case. They declined uh, the first time when you asked them to consider Baronell's case. Are you hopeful this time around? And we'll talk a bit about where Baronell stands. But uh, are you hopeful that the Supreme Court is more likely this time to take up this particular case? I am. I think it's important to remember that the court heard uh, Jack Phillips' case yes. and decided in his favor in 2018 but it didn't rule on the grounds of free speech. It didn't consider those arguments. It ruled on free exercise of religion. And so it is important that the court establish that no government official can compel someone to express a message that violates their convictions. So we're optimistic that 303 Creative and Lori Smith's petition is that case. Um, And we intend to continue to pursue these freedoms for all Americans. Now, as I mentioned, Baronell, you've been facing this challenge for nearly a decade, um, and there's new developments in your case. Uh, either Kristen or Baronell, tell us what's happened uh, most recently. Well, I'll start with that since there's a legal component to it. Uh, we filed a petition asking the U.S. Supreme Court to hear Baronell's case at the, t- at the same time that Jack Phillips' case was being heard. At that time, the court ruled in Jack's favor, and it sent Baronell's case back down to the Washington Supreme Court. The Washington Supreme Court then ruled against Baronell, and it went back up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And then in this last July, the court declined to hear Baronell's case, knowing that that would be the end of the road for Baronell, and that she could potentially be held liable for millions of dollars in damages and attorney's fees. We were... That was a tragic uh, decision that the court had, mm-hmm. but later we were able to file a petition for reconsideration, asking the court to, again, reconsider whether to give Baronell justice. And that petition has been pending now, and it is that petition that allowed us to reach an agreement with the ACLU to settle Baronell's case, and so that at age 77, she's able to give her business to her employees and continue to support others in this fight. Baronelle, your thoughts on the freedom that you now have to step away from this challenge? Well, I don't I don't have the freedom to step away because I'm going to continue to fight for our freedoms, our religious freedoms, our constitution. You know, this this is everybody's freedom, not just mine. And if I if I lose and Lori loses, then you lose and everybody else does too. Now, how should we interpret this settlement? Is this um, should we con- consider this just one step in the continuing movement forward toward trying to to seek justice here, or is this the en- the end of the road uh, and a victory, or a, a something less than a victory? I think that it's a it's it's a sad day in one respect, and that Baronell wasn't able to have the justice she deserves through the court system that the Supreme Court didn't agree to hear her case and affirm her rights. It's also a triumphant day and that there was a pathway that was provided legally that allowed her to step away from her business and have it come to a natural end and to be able to ensure that these principles for which she has fought will continue in other cases as well. 
And so in that respect, when you fought the good fight, you ran your race well, and God has provided for you, how can you be anything but thankful? Mm. One of the things that you mentioned, uh, Baronel, is the fact that along the way, you've had many opportunities to share your testimony, to to share the gospel. You found people who were encouraging and, and praying for you. Uh, I know many listeners here, including myself, have been praying for you for many years through this uh, this turmoil. How would you interpret what God has done for you personally through this very long fight? It has been such an amazing journey. Never in a million years did I think I would be in this position. It was never on my bucket list to be at the huh. Supreme Court. It's just God has opened so many doors and introduced me to so many people and has shown me how faithful his promises are. And, uh, you know, he's been faithful through all this, even when we haven't been faithful. And we have, we are just blessed beyond. So what in this settlement, what uh, happens next? Baronel has provided Rob $5,000 and withdrawn her petition that was pending at the United States Supreme Court. So her case will end. But she is also able to transfer her business to her employees and to say that she's never violated her conscience. And she has inspired Lori Smith and others to petition the Supreme Court to protect the same freedoms that are at issue in Baronel's case. You know, I love the fact that, um, as you pointed out, Baronel has never violated her conscience through this whole process. It would have been so much easier if you'd simply said, okay, I'll make the bouquet. But there were principles at stake that were worth drawing a line in the sand. You did that. And as a result, many others have found the courage to say, you know what, we're going to draw that same line and we're going to challenge what uh, what's being um, asked of us uh, to do in this case. Any regrets, Baronel? Absolutely not. You know, when God changes his word, then I can change mine. Huh. But I do have some, you know, people always ask me, you know, well, what's the cost? You know, what would you tell me to do? And I can't tell anybody what to do. But there's a line that we're all going to come to that we know that we can't cross. And if we decide to be obedient to Christ, he will open doors you never believe possible. And he will take care of every need that you that you have. And so it's just our job to be to be consistent and to be obedient. And he takes care of the rest. Well, we know that you have inspired millions of others uh, in their public and personal battles to live their faith without government interference. And you've laid the groundwork that makes it possible for the Supreme Court to take a case uh, like Lori Smith, Jack Phillips, Masterpiece uh, Cake Shop, who's now been uh, sued for the third time. Uh, the The issue is moving forward. Your example um, has uh, contributed significantly to this fight. We hope the Supreme Court will take up this uh, 303 creative uh, case and uh, ultimately justice will be found. First of all, I'd like to say thank you, Baronel, for your faithfulness, uh, for setting an example for the rest of us. And Kristen of uh, Alliance Defending Freedom, thank you for the work that you and others do to help support religious freedom uh, here in the country. Without you, I think many of us would just be lost in terms of what to do and where to go. So thank you to both of you. Well, thank you for doing so much to educate others on the importance of standing up for our freedoms, because we truly sink or swim together on these things. And and there is a there is a cost for our freedom, but there's a bigger cost if we don't stand. Yes.
Yeah, you're right. Well, I would encourage our listeners to continue to keep Baronelle in prayer as she transitions uh, into retirement. And my guess is your retirement will be a little busier than that word seems to indicate. Uh, But we're grateful um, once again for both of you joining us here today and telling the story. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.